My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following hot seat session, community member Joshua Brecht is trying to improve his health and fitness and establish the habit of working out consistently so he can be both a more present and energetic father, as well as have the energy necessary to keep building his business. Despite his good intentions, however, he's having trouble finding motivation on a daily basis. Listen in as I help guide Joshua to some simple yet effective solutions to this very common problem that frankly, all of us can relate to. If you find these sessions valuable, we're gonna be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are gonna be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own Hot Seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are gonna find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Joshua Brecht, made possible today by our amazing sponsors, Evercast and ErgoDriven, who are featured just a bit later in today's episode. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. Joshua, it is good seeing you again, sir. 
Tell me what's going on with you and where you are based on the, our previous conversations. Yeah. So I, you know, my goal was really to, my focus was really to take everything that I had going on. And I just, I wanted to focus on one, one specific thing that I've been trying to improve on and that's my health and, and fitness. So I had put together, you know, I printed a schedule. I had a, a schedule all set, ready to go. Uh, I only was able to complete about 50% of it. So I'm finding, as I keep kind of plugging in my head, I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to put together something that will stick because, I mean, I've done the full program of, of the P90s and whatnot, but, you know, that was maybe more than three or four years ago. So now you're going into these 22-minute sessions and, and you're realizing how, how, hard they, how hard they can be. And, you know, you're looking through and it's like, man, it's only been 10 minutes. Come on, yeah. what's going on here? So my, uh, my challenge is I, I went into the same, well, I want to do this because I want more energy. But I, don't, I, I, I did what you suggested. I started to measure my, my energy levels and whatnot and actually found out that my energy levels were actually pretty decent. I felt like I was I was pretty good all day, and most of that comes from me scheduling every because everything's scheduled. I always have stuff to do. I, I don't really have time to be tired. I'm just I just <laughs> move on. I just move on to the next item that I have. And even at night, because I look forward to spending time with my family, it's easy for me to transition to that. So then I started saying, well, I don't know if that is going to be the reason for me, even though I know that. 10 years from now, that'll be an issue that I I have to make sure. But I don't know if that was strong enough reason for me. So I've been trying to, I've been trying to figure out a a, a stronger why, a stronger reason for me to do this. Now, it's easy to say, okay, well, I want to rock climb or I want to go to the new gym, but none of them are open. So, So I don't have that to say, okay, by in two months, I want to make sure that I'm able to be fit enough to be able to do this activity, but I don't, I don't really have that. I, I can, I guess I can create that, but those are things that, although I ended up losing two pounds in, in two weeks, so that, that? Was kind of, that was kind of a motivator. That was kind of looking at it when I was kind of grappling with my why, and I'm like, oh, well, that's just, you know, that's a, a little why, but, but that's what my mind has been trying to grapple with. Got it. Well, the, the first thing that I want to point out, which really isn't going to be an answer to your question, but it's a little bit deeper dive into the the perspective through which you're looking at this. This has got to be a t-shirt. I don't have time to be tired. I laughed out loud when you said that. What does that mean? You don't have time to be tired. Well, a long time ago, I read, I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan. And at a very young age, I, I was reading it. And he said that uh, one of the things he said was, you know, I don't get tired through work. It's mere idleness that drives me to mere exhaustion. And when I, when I, rem- I always remember that, that it's not, it's not the work that makes you tired. It's the idleness. So by me making sure that I'm never idle, I never have time. I never have time to be tired. I never have, because I have to work on the next thing. So even if I may feel kind of drained, I have something going on in five minutes that I have to be ready for, that I have to prep for, that I, I just, I, you know, so my energy level seems to... Now, all those years of exercising definitely help because I'm, I'm, in, I'm in decent shape. You know, it's not where I want to be, but I'm in decent shape and I have a lot of energy and I, I eat healthy. So obviously all those things help and uh, assist with that. But that's, 
my mindset is always, yeah, I, I don't, I just, I can't, I can't afford to be tired. Got it. So the, uh, I don't know if you're a big eighties movie fan. I'm a big eighties movie fan. Do you know the, the line, I ain't got time to bleed. One of the I best do, movies. But I don't it's, know. It's, it's from the movie Predator. What? Oh, I thought maybe Bloodsport. <laughs> no, no, that's, it's from Predator. So the, I won't go into the, the scene at all, but it's a, a famous line from Jesse Ventura. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just a, you know, a fun eighties machismo movie line, but it, that, that your, your comment reminded me of that, that why well, I just don't have time to be tired. The reason I bring that up is that's something that I've been talking about on multiple calls this week. It's just been a, a theme. And I think it's a theme that's coming out of everything that's going on in the world right now is how you do anything is how you do everything. Have you ever heard that phrase before? I have. Yes. Yeah. So th- this helps me dive a little bit deeper into the way that you're approaching things, which is everything is scheduled. I have to get something out of every little bit of the day. So what I'm trying to figure out is instead of it being a big goal for you, we found that having a a much bigger why, maybe that's not resonating with you quite yet because we just need to get you through a 22 minute hardcore workout. So maybe what we need to do instead, and I think this is always the case regardless, but I want us to really focus on this right now. What are the small wins? Because for me, saying, yes, I want to train and I want to become an American Ninja Warrior, that's great in spirit, but that's not what gets me up in the morning because that's just too big of a goal to to motivate me on a daily basis. That's not what's motivated me for two and a half years now. It's the little wins that I get. So it's this idea of the the plateau of latent potential is something that I talked about in module two with James Clear. And this idea, actually the the plateau of latent potential, that's the idea of the the ice cube. So the other one that I'm more referring to is the Goldilocks rule. Do you remember me talking about this at all? I know that you went through the program a while ago. Yes, yes, yes. So the Goldilocks rule is really what gets me through all of my workouts, anything that has to do with health. It's about the little tiny wins. Those are what motivate me now, not the the big goal. Every once in a while, there's a big one that's like, oh man, awesome. But usually it's not. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. So right before the pandemic started, I bought a rowing machine. Rowing is just like, it's the worst exercise. Oh my God. I, I'd never done rowing before in my life. And then I went to a CrossFit gym when I first started the ninja training, was introduced to rowing and everything else. I'm like, this is just the worst thing ever. But what I like about it is that it's low impact. I hate running more than life itself. I don't like bikes, but I do need to improve my cardio. And the yeah. next best way to improve cardio is a rower. And those things would destroy me. And I bought, it was like less than a week before the pandemic hit. The timing was perfect because right when the pandemic hit, all the rowers went out of uh, stock. So I have friends of mine that ordered them two months ago that are just now getting them. The point being um, that I said, all right, I'm stuck at home. I'm lucky enough that I just got this rowing machine and I'm going to set small goals. So I wasn't sitting at home thinking my goal every day is I'm going to be an American Ninja Warrior. My goal is... I want to see, I want to pick a goal for how long it's going to take me to do a 5,000 meter row. Go online. What's a decent time for a 5,000 meter row? You go on CrossFit blogs and websites and they all say that for a a non-professional athlete, for just like an average person, if you can do it in under 20 minutes, that's pretty awesome. So I said, cool, I'm going to do 5,000 meters in less than 20 minutes. I did it the first time. My time was 27 minutes and I thought I was going to die. My heart rate was like 195 and my, like I could just, the blood was about ready to spew out of my ears. I was like, are you kidding me? 20 minutes? There's no way. So my goals were no longer, I'm going to be an American Ninja Warrior or I'm going to be ripped or whatever it is. 
everything I've been doing since the pandemic is as simple as what do I need to do today to get myself to a 5,000 meter row in under 20 minutes? Knowing that the side effects of that are weight loss, are much improved cardio, and by the way, one of the most important ways to combat a coronavirus, any coronavirus, whether it's a cold, whether it's the flu, is strong cardio and strong lungs. So I thought if there's ever a time to be good at rowing, now is the time. So it's a defense mechanism. So I've turned it into small wins rather than big wins. Yeah, I have deeper whys for why Ninja Warrior is a goal, but on a daily basis, it just doesn't do it. After two and a half years, it's like the the first week or two, oh my God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a ninja. Two and a half years in, don't care. I want to sleep in. But no, I have a goal of I'm going to do a 5,000 meter row in under 20 minutes. Yeah, I I just, I can't slough off today because that's a short-term goal and it's a small win. So this morning... If you would come to the call at the beginning, Jonathan will, uh, will be able to attest to this. It looked like I was having a heart attack, just sweating like crazy, super red face. I got 20 minutes and four seconds. I cut seven minutes off of my time since the pandemic started. By the way, I'm so angry that I was four seconds away. The point being, that's what gets me to work out now, is whatever it takes, I'm getting that under 20 minutes. I don't care. I'm so close now. Last week, 2013. The week before, 21.05. The week before that, it was like 24 minutes. So I am obsessed with getting under 20 minutes for a 5,000 meter row. That's my entire reason for existing as far as my exercise is concerned. What happens after that? Then I find the next goal. But I'm always finding the little things that I can go after, the micro goals that I know are going to lead me closer to the macro goal. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, This is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind. Game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives. Whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras, it's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version 
a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. So if I want to connect it to the macro goal of I'm going to be in it, the one thing I want to clarify, my macro goal is not that I will be on American Ninja Warrior because I don't have control over that. I'm not in the driver's seat. My macro goal is I will feel as prepared as possible and confident when I stand on the starting line. Outside of that, I can't, I can't control anything else. And one of the things that's going to raise that level of confidence and preparedness is how lean I am which is by far my number one struggle. I've just, I do not have the frame to be a ninja. Most of these guys are like 160 pounds. They're super lean, super wiry, and they're all muscle. That's just not the way that I'm built. So this has been a struggle for me. So I know the leaner I get, the better my chances. So macro of being confident for a ninja warrior have to be leaner. Micro, I wanna get my 5,000 meter row under 20 minutes. A side effect of that is going to be leanness and improved cardio and improved stamina. So what, what little win would excite you right now? Well, I did find that in my analytical stubbornness that I did the first, so I had the schedule, I printed it out, I did the first workout and I made it. I didn't even, I was running in place for, you know, probably probably 25% of it. I, I was running Which one place. did you do, by the way? Cardio one, hardcore, cardio one. Cardio one, no. yeah. You look Car- like, oh, cardio one for 20 minutes? That's cold- easy. No, cold star, that, that's what kills me. Oh, I can God, get through cold star and then I get to cardio one. So then I said to myself, okay, well, the next thing on my schedule is this one, but I don't feel like I made it through that. So the next day, the next time that I worked out, that I did the same one. And I was just, I was just really bent on just getting through that workout before moving on to the next one. So I, I threw my sketch out the window and I said, I, I just want to get this done. It wasn't, maybe I wasn't thinking about it, right? It wasn't enough to get me going the next day, but I was able to do it. Like I said, I, the, the little win is, you know, five, five times versus zero in three, four months. So obviously that's a good win, but I don't know if that's enough. That's more of a, like a, in my mind, that's like a constellation prize. It's kind of like, all right, yeah, you, you did the five, you know, workouts, you know, you did okay, but I, I don't feel like I met my, what I really wanted and I can schedule everything else and everything else I can do. That's because I see immediate results because if I work harder, I'm going to get more work. If I work really good at this, I'm going to get more praise. But with exercise is different. There's nobody, there, there's nobody gauging it. There's nobody giving you, you giving yourself benchmarks. And w- when you, you, your own worst enemy, it makes it hard to, because then you're like, well, you know, h- how am I doing? Yeah, I could get a personal trainer, but can't even do that right now. Right. So the, there's a couple of things I want to, to respond to. The first of which is the idea of immediate results. You said, well, you can't really get immediate results. And I disagree with that. It's how you define results. 
So if you're doing exercise because you want to lose weight and you want to look better, you're not getting immediate results. If those are the goals you're working towards, it is a frustrating nightmare every single day. But, and I've gone through this exact same process with the exact same program. I went through all of 22 Minute Hardcore. I know what a nightmare this program is. You go into it and you're like, oh man, 22 minutes a day? Thank God, this is going to make it so much easier. It is the hardest workout program. Yeah. But the immediate results that I was looking towards when I was working through it, it wasn't about weight. It wasn't about waistline. Again, those were side effects. The micro goal that I kept working towards was at the end of cardio one, you have to do frog burpees. And I was ready to throw up at 12. Let's see if the next time I do it, I'm, I can get all the way until 14 before I want to throw up. The next time, let's see if I can get to 16 of them. And if I could do just one or two more in the next workout, even if I didn't finish it, even if I was still miserable, what I know is that I was better than the time I did it before. And because of my obsessive nature, just like I am with the rowing machine, I am so pissed that I was four seconds away this morning. There is nothing that's going to stop me from getting back on that rowing machine next week because I want those four seconds. I was the same way with the frog burpees. You know what I'm talking about. You've done those frog burpees at the end of the workout and you just want to murder everybody on that television screen. But just ask yourself, when did I crap out? (laughs) And then the the military. So anybody that doesn't know that these are Marine military workouts with no breaks. It is 22 minutes of hell. So for me, it was enough. The immediate result of I got 14 this time. I only got to 12 last time. That means that I'm motivated to do it the next time and see if I can get 16, 18, 20, and so on and so forth. And the first time that I finished all of cardio one without skipping, without having to rest and getting to the end was so much more satisfying than any before and after picture that I've ever looked at. Like that to me was an accomplishment. Yeah. So I want you to think about what are the small wins that can motivate me because if you think about it that way, because right now you're, you're the, in the more of an all or nothing mindset. This is the same way that I approach exercise to this day and I still have to, I'm closer to the, your end of the spectrum than the small wins end of the spectrum. Um, so I definitely understand where you're coming from. But when it comes to having a plan, like Mike Tyson says, having a plan's great until you get punched in the face. Last week you got punched in the face. If your plan is I have five days or I think, is hardcore six days a week or five days a week? I can't remember. Uh, five, five days, I believe. I think it's a five, yeah. So it's a five-day-a-week program. If the result you're look, looking for is I have to finish all five days, and if I didn't, I'm a failure, that's not going to motivate you. That's going to frustrate you. But if it's a matter of the goal is ultimately five days a week and making it through all the workouts, this week I did two, and I crapped out 21 minutes in. Well, can I do two workouts and finish them? Or can I do three workouts? Just slowly build on that, getting a little bit better than you were the time before. If you have that same question or analytical obsessive nature than I do, that might be enough to drive you. If not, then we find something else. But the other component that I want to mention is you said that I feel like when it comes to this, I'm all on my own. Even questioners need accountability. You can have all the justification and all the data in the world. We still need external accountability. So think about how can I build some form of external accountability? So it's not necessarily motivation. It's more about, I want to make sure that there's something that makes me think, yeah, I really don't want to do this today. And I don't even care if I did better than the time before. I'm still not into it. But I did say that I was going to do this to this one other person. That makes a difference. If I didn't have my workout group, I would have given up a long time ago. So I know that this is part of it. This is part of it too. I know you know, like I said before, I, I know that I, I have to respond with what my progress is and I don't want my progress to be 
uh, I didn't do anything. You know, exactly. That, for me, that, that helps me personally. So if, if we know that as soon as you get off this call, you're going to schedule another hot seat. And I know you, the second that I hit the disconnect button, you're scheduling <laughs> your hot seat. Um, I tried so, to, I wanted to fill my whole schedule. And I, just, I know you did. I, I know you them. did. Yeah. So actually that, that, that's a good point for me to bring up very quickly with everyone uh, that I had, had uh, told Joshua about, um, that I don't want people to fill in multiple slots in advance. But as soon as you're done with one, you can schedule the next one. And he had a couple of them like, dude, I love the enthusiasm, but at least wait until we're done with the call until you schedule the next one. So that's why I said that. But the expectation is that I want you to come back to next week's session or whenever you schedule your next session. And I want you to have done more than you did up until today. That's it. Even if it's, I did one more push up in the last week than the week before, that's called progress. Yeah. And I want this group to be that accountability. And if you need another form of accountability on a daily rather than a weekly basis, we find a solution for that. Hmm. But for now, let's just start with you're going to come next week with enough data to demonstrate that you did more over the next seven days than you did over the last seven days. Yeah, I like it. That makes sense. Awesome. Love it. Somebody. Yes, go ahead. Can I add something? Joshua, you said one thing that I wanted to pick up on, which was you said you're your own worst enemy. And I totally relate to that, especially when it comes to like fitness and working out. And I know how difficult it is when you're your own worst enemy to have motivation to do anything because you're sitting there beating yourself up for not being good enough or not being able to make it through, you know, these workouts and it's completely self-defeating. So what you have to, or what I try to do is to find that joy. There's something in you that enjoys whatever workout you're doing. You've chosen that workout for some reason. And hopefully it's not just to beat yourself up and punish yourself because if it is, you're never gonna, right. <laughs> you're never gonna get the results you want. So you've got to find, so what I, I try to tap into gratitude and just find, like Zach was saying, is like, you've now accomplished more, you know, with each workout, you're getting a little bit better. Well, find those little areas that you've improved in and find those little reasons like, okay, that feels good. Like it feels good that I, you know, I got to this point this time. And let go of those thoughts like, oh my God, it's only 22 minutes. Like the shorter, wor- the shorter workouts that they are, the harder they are. I mean, they're designed yeah. that way. Yeah. So don't think that like, oh, I can't even make it through 22 minutes. Like it was designed to be really hardcore for that 22 minutes. Gosh. So try to tap it's into It's Tony freaking Horton, dude. It's That's, not why, I do be it. Easy. That's why I do it. Exactly. That's why I do it. For, I love, I love, I love. I, I tried all the other programs, but I, did, I, I, I love the jokes and I love yeah, the I, I, can, I can't do home workouts. He's the only person that I can do a home workout with. I just yeah. can't stand all the other ones. They're awful. Um, but I can't even do his home workouts anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm used to the real person. I've been really, really spoiled. I, <laughs> I can't even do the DVDs anymore because it's, it's, it's a totally different experience. But anyway, what Debbie said is spot on. The one other thing that I want to add to my experience and how it relates to what Debbie said, the other side effect and the reason that really drives me to do these rowing workouts in the morning is I don't want to suck when I get on this call. And if I got on this call at 8 a.m., the way that I feel at 7.15 a.m., I would be getting a lot of refund requests because you guys would be like, dude, you are such a downer. You are so low energy. You can't focus. And I know that if you guys are going to get value out of this, I need to be the best version of me that I can be. There's nothing that gets me there quicker 
than 25 minutes on the rower. It's just like, bam, it's a shot of adrenaline to the brain. And even if it means I come to the first 10 minutes of the call, like embarrassingly dripping in sweat and red faced, I don't care because that's what drives me to get through these calls. Just be glad that they're virtual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause it haven't showered yet. So just be very glad this is a virtual call. But other than that, that's one of the other reasons that I do it. That's a very important side effect to me is the quality of the person that shows up on this call is really important to me. And there are some days when I don't work out in the mornings and it's fine and I'm able to muddle through and do a good job. But afterwards, I'm like, I could have done better on that coaching call than I did. And what, what activity I do before these calls largely dictates who I am when I show up. So my accountability for rowing is you guys. If I didn't have this program right now, I would have easily gained 25 pounds since all of this started and I'd be doing nothing. So this external accountability has made a world of difference for me. So yes, excellent point from Debbie. Thank you. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend, Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with ErgoDriven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I can just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well My goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE, on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. 
Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash New Standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.